Hi, I'm Dane Shiner. And I'm J.V. Hampton Van Sant. And welcome to Wannabe Film Buffs. Where we watch all the movies that we somehow managed to miss until now. Welcome back, everybody. So I'm uh-huh. I'm coming into this with the weirdest fucking energy for no reason. But anyway, <laughs> um, like, it, it's not even pandemic related. I'm just fucking tired. Um, yeah, woo. it's just that weird pandemic quarantine energy. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I guess it's fun because now we're back in another fucking binge but like it's an interesting one clearly Mm -hmm. because i thought this was gonna go a whole different type of way (laughs) y'all can like rewind back to last week when i said i'm gonna hate this (laughs) (laughs) and you can laugh at me when we get there anyway (laughs) <laughs> so yes, we uh, took a very quick reprieve from uh, series binge hell with Pulp Fiction, and now we're back with the Dollars trilogy, starting with A Fistful of Dollars. Yeah, uh, this is yes. an old one? <laughs> yes, it was released in 1964. Like, this is our... This is... They're are a lot of like older movies on this list i th- thus far i think this is the oldest uh no just kidding 12 angry men is the oldest because that oh, was 1957 right. yes <laughs> i forgot that was 1957 like that just that feels like that's too long ago to be what that was <laughs> but also to have it be still relevant like not to bring yeah. that one back up for too much but like is it weird that we are still having these same legal conversations pertaining to racism that we were having in 1957 Uh, for america no i don't think it's that weird (laughs) no it isn't but it feels very weird to me like it, it, it we shouldn't still be there but it's fine here we are um yes and i think this um this movie being a very old one oh this one doesn't have like a this one isn't on the actual list I don't think. Uh, I don't think no. The yeah. actual one that's on the list is The Good, the Bad and the Ugly that is number 9, which is the finale of this thing. Yes. So we got to get through two of them before we get to the actual <laughs> thing. Yes, indeed. Which that's eh, fine with me. Um Yes, yes indeed. But yeah, this is uh this is going to be an interesting series of movies. I was fully expecting a lot more racism, and I didn't get it, and I was very pleased. Yeah. <laughs> There's just one thing that I was expecting, and I was like... These, these also were made, I think, in Italy. So, like, and also, I, I did a little bit of digging, and, like, they did not know a lot about the American Wild West when making it. As is evident by, like everything well as is evident by like everything in this one being like semi-realistic in that Mm. like the people that you probably would be fighting with in terms of like being on the mexican border is Mm -hmm. probably gonna be mexican people and not (laughs) um 
and not um and not random indigenous people um <laughs> random indigenous people feels disrespectful and no. i whatever y'all know what i mean like and it, on that note <laughs> it ain't gonna be cowboys and indians up in this bitch it's probably gonna be what we got here yeah. at least based on this region so i guess mm-hmm. they did a good job there yeah so uh just some little i guess dramaturgy work uh, director yeah. uh, Sergio Leone, uh, screenplay by Victor Andres uh, Catena, and Sergio Leone. Uh, it also has no Oscars. I think this is the first <laughs> time in this episode, not on this on this series, but not on this list, that has had no Oscars. <laughs> the uh, wait, we haven't. Which one have we got? Oh, you know it. Was it part three of The Godfather? Was that the other one that we did that didn't have? Oh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. No, I that, think that's the other did one. Did that win some Oscars? I, I don't remember. cannot imagine. It won a Razzie. <laughs> <laughs> it, I know that one got a Razzie, and I remember looking at it like, she was fine. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> no, she had to redub all of this, which is mm-hmm. why it's noticeably shitty for her. Uh, it anyway. was nominated. Oh, it was it was not it what it won a Razzie. You said or nominated? I th- it won a Razzie. I'm pretty sure it won a I Razzie and was nominated for seven Oscars. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, but like yeah. the Razzie was for be- like worst supporting actress, which yes. I was like again that feels rude because I don't think that was her fault. <laughs> I'm not blaming her for this. This this is 2020, the year of not blaming women for men's problems. I mean, it was her role that she was supposed to dub, so. True. <laughs> but then also, who hired her? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to hire somebody who does not do accent work, <laughs> then don't expect. A great fucking accent. Like, like, if you hired a California Valley girl with limited acting experience at that point, like, who doesn't do accents, then don't expect her to do a good, like, mobster, like, daughter impression. Like, that doesn't, like, I don't, whatever, fine. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. I hated that movie anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, it was the one that I liked of the three, but like whatever. But it was still awful. (laughs) Exactly. Like, all right. Oh god. Let's 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 dive into the synopsis before we start talking about a completely different movie that we've already reviewed. (laughs) Correct. Um, I'll I'll start us off. Um, because why not? Sure. All right. So. A man with no name, played by Clint Eastwood, I just feel like that's important for this one specifically, Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, arrives at a little Mexican border town named uh, San Miguel. He is quickly introduced to the feud between two families vying to gain control of the town. The Rojo brothers, consisting of Don Miguel, um, Esteban, I could explain more of what's in a quote more of what's in parentheses here but it just doesn't really feel necessary um so uh don miguel um esteban and ramon 
do, 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 do. Um, and the family of the so-called town sheriff, John Baxter. The stranger quickly spy. Uh, oh, sorry. That's hi. yours. That's yours. I apologize. Hi, I'm your co-host. <laughs> well, it was one of those like, oh, that felt too short. Uh, yeah, this is not a long synopsis compared to, you know, what we just got done with with Lord of the Rings. That's real. <laughs> All right. So uh, the stranger quickly spies an opportunity to make a fistful of dollars and decides to play both families against each other. This opportunity comes when a detachment of Mexican soldiers escorting a shipment of gold passes through town. The gold is ostensibly being delivered to a troop of American soldiers at the border river in exchange for a shipment of modern American weapons, but after following the Mexican troops, the stranger watches from hiding as they are massacred by members of the Rojo gang disguised in American uniforms and led by Ramon Rojo. The stranger takes two of the bodies to a nearby cemetery and sells information to both sides that two soldiers survived the attack. Both sides race to the cemetery, the Baxters, to get the survivors to testify against the Rojos and the Rojos to silence them. The factions engage in a fierce gunfight. I don't know why I said fierce like that. Whatever. Fierce. It's fine. In a fierce gunfight, it was oh fierce, honey. Um, <laughs> but Ramon manages to kill, as he believes, the survivors, and Esteban captures John Baxter's son, Antonio. While the Rojos and the Baxters are busy, the stranger takes the opportunity to search the Rojo Hacienda but accidentally knocks out Ramon's beautiful prisoner and unwilling mistress, Marisol. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't catch that for some reason, but that's fine. Like, I didn't catch that she was... Like, I caught that she was a prisoner. I don't know how I missed that let Whatever, anyway. Like, I just... I guess I never put the, the connections together as to what her role was, yeah. other than being a woman and that clearly being a minority of things in that town. Uh-huh. Anyway, um when she surprises him, he takes her to the Baxters who arrange for a prisoner swap with the Rojos. The day of the exchange, the stranger learns Marisol's family from Silvanito, the innkeeper. History. Huh? Marisol's history. That what did I say? Family. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I skipped a line. That's why. Yes. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll do that again. We'll just uh we'll just edit that out. <laughs> the day of the exchange, the stranger learns Marisol's history from Silvanito, the innkeeper, a happy little family until trouble comes along, and trouble is the name of Ramon, claiming the husband cheating at cards, which wasn't true. He gets the wife to live with him as hostage. That night. While the Rojos are celebrating, the stranger rides out and frees Marisol, shooting the guards and wrecking the house to make it look like it was attacked by a large band. The stranger tells Marisol her husband and their son to leave town and gives them some money to live on. Marisol then asks the stranger, why do you do this for us? And for the first and only time, the stranger provides some insight for his actions when he replies to Marisol, why? Because I knew someone like you once. There was no one there to help. Now get moving. 
the truly a touching moment and honestly an Oscar winning scene for some reason. But anyway, <laughs> that's I was like, ooh, ooh, bitch, I feel that. Like I felt <laughs> it in my core for yeah. a second. I don't know. Maybe that's like a lack of moments in this movie, but like that mm. was a moment. Yeah, that was a good one. Felt it. Yeah, there's there's some more coming up later, and I fucking mm-hmm. love them, but that one was definitely one. Um, the Rojos capture and beat the stranger up after his betrayal, or after this betrayal, but he escapes, killing Chico um, in the process with the help of the coffin maker, uh, Pirapero. I don't know why I, for some reason, just, like... Did they say his name in the actual thing? I don't think so. That, okay, that's why I was like, I don't, that name don't sound or Mm, look familiar to me, but all right. I'm sure it was like in the script or whatever, but not like, whatever, it's fine. Not super relevant or important, but that's the coffin maker's name. (laughs) Um, Believing the stranger to be protected by the Baxters, the Rojos set fire to the Baxter home and massacre all the fucking residents when they are forced to flee the flames, including John Baxter, his son, and his wife, Consuelo. Like, <laughs> extra. Yes. This, this feud is serious, y'all. Yes, if you weren't is. clear by the fact <laughs> that they just burnt a house to the fucking ground <laughs> on some like i whatever it's fine yeah um the rojo becomes the only gang left in san miguel the man with no name returns to town to engage the rojos in a dramatic duel he first rescues silvanito who was tortured to reveal the stranger's whereabouts the man with no name has a steel chest plate headed under his clothing and taunts ramon to aim for the heart as Ramon yes. ri- Ramon's rifle. This was an amazing scene. <laughs> rifle. Like, Fuck yes. Rifle the shot. Bounce off. The man with no name then challenges Ramon to reload his rifle faster than he can reload his pistol. He shoots and kills Ramon and the remaining Rojos except Esteban, who was shot by Silvanito, and rides away. Yes, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that whole thing was quite... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was cool. that last scene? I was like, "Ooh, bitch! Ooh, bitch! Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> that was." I felt it. I felt it in my spirit. Um, it was it was a good last scene. Um, mm-hmm. it was just powerful. It was also long. I like the f- one thing I liked about these scenes is that they were um, is that like. A set amount of things happened in a scene, but they yeah. also, like, lasted a while. Yeah, and I like that. this is, like, a movie made in the age where they didn't, like, make a million cuts of things for no fucking oh, reason. I can't hear you, JV. Um, Hello? <laughs> which, like, huh? I did not get, like, five seconds of that. Oh, okay. no. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, what I was saying was... <laughs> um. That I really, this was back before they started doing, like, all of those cuts of, like, everything. Mm -hmm. So, like, scenes in movies become, like, very difficult to fucking, like, understand because they're cut within an inch of their life, like, fraction Mm -hmm. of a second cuts. Yeah. Which, I'm not a filmmaker and thus don't know, like, 
how one like I know why they do that, but I also don't like it. Like, I don't like it for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is like, this is actually the reason that they have to take so many takes of the same scene mm-hmm. over and over and over again, despite the fact that maybe the first one was genuinely the best. Mm-hmm. But because the standard is set that we have to like cut every like 30 seconds or or every not 30 seconds she is that would actually be rather long but like every three to four seconds there needs yeah. to be another cut and another splice mm-hmm. and i'm like there's no point like i don't see the point in that and i think this is a good movie to sort of show that you don't need to fucking do that and have things still hit like pretty pretty yeah. extremely there's a lot more i think there's a lot more challenge um, challenges when it comes to acting that way, too. Mm-hmm. Like, having to hold it. Actually, you know what's another good example of this? That scene in The Witcher. Which one? In that first episode. That fight sequence. Oh, uh, between Geralt and Renfrey? Um, or the mm, one before with the villagers? The villagers. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. Because that was all one take, and they yes. said in the behind-the-scenes footage for that 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 one was, like, exceptionally difficult because they had mm-hmm. to film, like, they had to keep doing it over and over again until the motherfucker got it right. Which yep. I was like, well, I guess that is just what you have to do to make that sure. scene just flow. Like, and just, like, but then it, the scene does flow, and it makes it all the more powerful and streamlined and, like, just almost there's more of an art to that that i really like and not that there i don't know not that there isn't like an art to other kinds of movies but i feel like there's there's more of a challenge there if you have to actually i guess well because you've done stage acting i would imagine that's a good comparison yeah that is exactly correct every every single time like someone's like oh it was shot in one take and like yay they were thespians for a while <laughs> like, like oh yeah like i mean the only difference and like further oh geez i like dropped something in here oh. the only like further difficulty um in like a movie is that you got to control every fucking thing Ooh, yeah. about your whole body like whereas yeah. like on a stage you can flub a few things because mm-hmm. like some people most of the people are pretty far away and won't be able to catch that you breathed wrong <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're me, I'll pay the fuck attention. No, I'm gonna <laughs> scare every thespian for the rest of time. Like, uh-uh, no, no, see, you breathed in the wrong spot and that line came out wrong because of it. And I <laughs> caught it, bitch, I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most horrifying shit and I would lose my fucking mind. But like, yeah, so... I don't know. I guess that's the that's the craft of it that I like a lot better. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt I'm ever going to make a film, but if I did, <laughs> like I would try to aim for fewer cuts in that regard. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I guess like there was a thing at one point about that being an attention span thing, mm-hmm. but that doesn't bear out for me like at all. Like. Because I would rather watch a continuous scene and be, like, looking for the things that I've got to catch. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I'd rather that than like this this long continuous thing. Huh. Anyway, um, <laughs> but like, so I, that was my pro for this was the longer shots. Um, yeah, I, I spoiler. I gave this a star for cinematography just because of that. Uh, yeah, that makes perfect sense yeah. to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My, uh, I guess we're going to pros and cons now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pros. Uh, I love the soundtrack. Yes. Oh god, it's funny. I'm not coming a, it yesterday. I, I, I'm not a big fan of westerns, but I love western soundtracks. Right. Yes. Like, isn't that? Ennio Morricone is also one of the very few, like, mm-hmm. um, um, one of the very few, like, composers for movies that I recognize. Mm-hmm. And I cannot explain to you why. Like, I don't know why his name stands out to me. He's even having looked up his CV. I'm like, yeah, I don't know that. I, like, I've heard most of these, but I don't know that I, like, remember a lot of them. But this one, like, it, it's a solid composition, and I really liked it, and I was humming it, like, mm-hmm. yesterday. During a dramatic moment in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> at high noon. Anyway, just... <laughs> at high noon. I also love that there are a lot of fucking tropes of Westerns that I fucking know, but, like, <laughs> that I have no business knowing. Like, it's not like I've really seen. I haven't really seen many westerns, though. It did have me thinking that a good first, um, like a good first uh movie for um Monday movie, um for Monday movie thing. I don't know oh, why I yeah. just whatever that thing is. Hashtag movie Monday, I believe, was simply the thing. Um, would be Blazing Saddles, but I would like to do that after we did all three of these. <laughs> Just yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds mm. fun. I think we should do that. Yes. I, again, I'm pretty sure that one is not on this list. Ooh, though that does remind me. Remind me after we get off of this, I have to tell you about some of the people that I talk to about guesting and what episodes I think they might want to guest on. Cool. Yes. Um. Yeah. So cons yes (laughs) um my cons were i was paying attention and had no fucking clue what was happening (laughs) throughout a lot of there's a vast section of this movie where like i was like i don't know what the fuck's going on like i don't know what's happening Uh uh-huh yeah same. I don't mind necessarily because it does still feel like it was moving fine, like there was no weird pacing, but I just was confused. Yeah. I also thought there was like someone there who, like, they kept calling him the American, yeah. which I appreciated as <laughs> it sort of helped differentiate who he was. But then I also kept feeling like there was another dude around. True. But I I don't think there was, though. I think I just, like, was projecting that. I don't know. He had a... They filmed him from different angles, and his face looked slightly different each time when they did that. Yeah. Like, just subtly enough of a difference. 
It also might have been whether or not he was wearing a hat, because apparently True. that like fucked me up a few times. Like, I'm like <laughs> oh yeah, he's wearing a hat. I for some reason now I know him as the American, but when that hat's off, I don't know who the fuck this man is. <laughs> Which is doesn't speak well to my like ability to like recognize faces and names. But um <clears throat> I think actually this might be the first movie I've ever seen that has uh, Clint Eastwood in it. Really? That I'm, I, I shit you not. I okay. think that's true. Um, I've seen a few. I think yes. Very long time ago. Again, under the category, seen it, don't remember it. Um, yeah, like yeah. I'm scrolling <laughs> through his thing right now, and like. I mean, he was in The Mule in 2018, which mm-hmm. I definitely didn't see, which yeah. also is weird. I didn't don't know why I would have seen that. Casper, though? Wait a minute. As in Casper the Friendly Ghost? Hold on. I need to verify that this is Casper the Friendly Ghost. It is. Okay, so the only movie I've seen of it is Casper, <laughs> in which he was uncredited and playing himself. In 1995. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really yeah. Very funny. <laughs> I don't think I can stress how hilarious that is, just <laughs> as a general thing. Because that's not a. Like. <laughs> speaking of movies from the 90s that were fucking weird. Um, <laughs> All right. Like, oh, God. Well, that's um, a great way to start something. <laughs> Right? Like, just, uh, but yeah, no, I like, I, that's the only thing that I've ever seen him in. Um, and I'm fine with it. He has soundtrack credits. He has soundtrack credits. Okay, sure, yeah. 32 of them? As a performer and writer, usually. I didn't realize he could fucking sing, but I guess okay. That'd be really interesting to hear him sing, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm. Rasp. Oh, wait, shit. Was he in Mystic River? <laughs> no, I d- he wasn't. Just kidding. My apologies. He was not in Mystic River. He did, he did direct a few things, and I think I've seen things that he has directed. Let me double check. Um. Grant Torino keeps coming up, but I definitely haven't seen Grant Torino, so... Ooh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil is just a good title. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I I don't know if that movie's good or not. I just know it's a good fucking title. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I... I enjoyed I enjoyed him as an actor in this. I I thought he was pretty good. Um, yeah, that was one of my other uh, pros too. Like the not like overly macho protagonist. Yeah, I really liked how like he was just quiet and like the main conflict started because they wouldn't apologize to his mule. That was fucking hilarious, mm-hmm. and that truly fucking truly <laughs> that was the moment where I paused because I was laughing so fucking hard because <laughs> the first thing I thought when he said that is 
fucking white people and their animals. My God. (laughs) (laughs) He acted like white people when a dog is threatened. And I'm like, no, I'm tired. So that was my first thought. And then the immediate, like, next thought was like, listen, but if somebody, like, honestly, if I were trying to find something that was an excuse to shoot somebody, that would be the excuse that I would find. Like, <laughs> like bitch, you insulted you insulted my my dog <laughs> because for me it would probably be a dog. Um, I shit at riding horses, and I don't meals don't make sense to me. Um, so. <laughs> Um, it would probably just be a dog companion and it would be the, you kicked my dog sketch from back in the day. Uh, do you remember that? <laughs> no. Like, from like early 2000s? Okay. Nah. I just remember early 2000s comedy, which was bad, by the way, just throwing it out there. <laughs> but there's this like audio sketch somebody did of like, you kicked my dog and like this guy who... I'm pretty sure the actor portraying this person was not Middle Eastern, but this guy definitely had a Middle Eastern accent of some kind. And it just kept being about, you kicked my dog. And it, it was it would be something pertaining to that that would have me shoot somebody in the face. <laughs> um, but, well, you know. Um, <laughs> because animals are are are, are lovely. And, <laughs> and we must protect them at all costs. <laughs> Including human life. Anyway, that's a lot. Um, I'm going to not do that today. Um, But I I don't really have any cons other than, like, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. But, like, then I figured it out and it also didn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My uh, my con, other than just, like, me, like, just not being interested in Westerns that much, is Mm -hmm. uh, that it was an interesting plot premise, but it was just a very bland execution of one. Yeah, and which leads to like I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I'm like, it's like I don't know that I care, but what I can say is I was while I was paying attention to this, um, I was also sitting down and like cutting a pattern for Mm -hmm. something, um, something where I could like look down and see what I was doing, but like it didn't necessarily have to focus on what I was doing, Mm -hmm. so I could focus on what the movie was doing. Which is why there were some moments where I was like, I feel like I missed something, but I've also been sitting in this chair and looking at that screen this whole time. And I know I have because my eyes hurt because my <laughs> my like TV screen is weird at this moment. And it's like when it when certain light hits it, it like hits my eyes weird and it like my eyes just sort of hurt for like a while. Um so I don't play anything while the sun is shining. Um it's my fucking solution as we go into summer. <laughs> nah, I just need better curtains, but yeah. um, I have very dark curtains. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> hmm? I have very dark curtains, so I'm very thankful for that. Oh yeah, no, my bedroom is dark as fuck. Like I, mm, my bedroom is dark, like perpetually dark. Like if. It's the darkest room in the house currently because I have mm. curtains. Yeah. And that's fine, but I get a lot of lovely natural light though, which is just lovely in my in the rest of the 
in of the apartment. But huh, this also is the kind of movie where you would derail and start talking about how much natural light you get into your fucking apartment. Um <laughs> <laughs> like, but you would do that whilst watching the movie. This feels like the kind of movie that is good to have on in the background. Yeah, I do not. I first, I'm like anticipating that this, that this one and the next one are not going to make much of a difference in whether or not we understand what happens in the third one. Yeah, because a lot of people just talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, and not fistful of dollars and a few dollars more <laughs> right look i think there's get, a reason if we get to the good the bad and the ugly and uh, and we find out that we could have skipped these i will be so mad no i'm well, kidding he, i won't be angry but, but i, I am th- going to watch both of these one right after another though yeah and like um, that's the thing like we're wanting to be film buffs we have to watch all the movies I know, and it bothers the shit out of me sometimes. Mainly because I was like, I didn't fucking know this movie existed. <laughs> like, <laughs> fully didn't know this movie existed because it's nowhere else on that list. And it's not even listed in the summary for this one, or for the good, ba- the bad, and the ugly, that mm. this that that is a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not listed anywhere. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's that's fine. But then I found, like, it was on Wikipedia that it was listed there. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. But it's like, I don't know. They don't make much fanfare of it. So I don't make much fanfare yeah. of it. Um, But I don't know. So uh, shall we go through the list? Uh, yes, our, uh, our ratings. Yes. Cool. So for plot... Uh, I didn't give it one just because they were able to make an interesting premise boring. Yeah, fair enough. Or at least confusing to follow. <clears throat> um, Warring families is yeah. a, is the sort of trope that I would say that the movie played. On. Yeah. And uh, pacing, uh, I gave it a star. It feel I felt like it didn't drag too much or dwell too much on anything. Yeah. So agreed. I gave that one a star. Uh, acting and characters um i think so yeah and also um yeah. i noticed a few of um the characters were dubbed so yeah the, i noticed that yeah. too and it like i for there were several moments while i was watching this movie where i was like i'm sorry is this an italian dub like <laughs> <laughs> did they dub the italian and yeah, then i I, so. I looked at it and they didn't hmm? Oh. But there is a version of this that is an Italian, so that does exist. But um, it also partially just has me wondering, if, like, if there were just some scenes where they're like, you know what, let's just uh, film mm. this in uh, film this in Italian because why the fuck not? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like most of the cast only spoke Italian. Ooh, you know what? That is another thing actually that had me a little annoyed. <laughs> um. It, I wasn't even going to bring it up as like a as a detraction, but like um, having Italian people play Mexican people sort of bugs me. Um, yeah, I just generally speaking, yeah, I, I chalk that up to them just having to film it in Italy because of the history of spaghetti westerns. I mean, I'll say that, but I'll also say like it's it. I would imagine also it's um it was a thing of the general times. And yeah. like, 
most westerns even ones that weren't filmed in italy like didn't cast um didn't cast mexican-american actors in Mm -hmm. mexican-american roles so Mm -hmm. yeah and that just has never that hasn't been a thing that has happened much at all Mm -hmm. uh shout out to um to um several dear uh latinx friends of mine who um who bring this up rather a lot and i keep like missing it but like there are several genres where they where like there are so many things that they could use and that they could draw on and they just don't until mm. like super recently like uh la llorona oh yeah only being like a very recent movie mm-hmm. which like I'm kind of fine with because I guess I'm kind of fine with that not being used prior to this because like it being used prior to this would have been done incorrectly and poorly you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it's so I'm happy that's happening now but like I almost would like to see some of these um some of these westerns done with um people from those groups and how that would change the perspective though one of the writers I based on the sound of the last name, which mm-hmm. might not be a great thing to go off of. <laughs> um but generally speaking, I find that that tends to not steer me super wrong with a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um it seems like it had at least one um like one or two possible well, I don't know. Somebody seemed like they were um, Latinx uh, mm-hmm. involved in the project at that point. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yes. And uh, what I brought up with that was um, that both the dubbing and acting together was very spot on and really solid. I thought mm-hmm. they both worked well together and that that's not often the case as we were talking about with the dubbing in Godfather 3. Um, oh <laughs> <Ooh. Ooh>, yes. <sighs> um, writing. Uh, it didn't like, even though it's a little hard to follow, like the dialogue wasn't too like clunky or mediocre or bad. So I gave it a star. I gave it, I gave it one too, because Mm -hmm. I felt, um, I felt like it, it did a lot with very few words. True. You know, like, okay. Comparing it to the last one we watched, (laughs) um, (laughs) where every line of the fucking script was unnecessary. Yeah. Like, I'm a huge fan of, like, limited, almost realistic dialogue. Yeah. Like, these are not people who would be extremely verbose. Mm -hmm. So not having them be extremely verbose made a lot of sense and was the right way to do it, I thought. Okay. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Oh, directing is the next one. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I give it a star. Yeah. It was well put together. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, cinematography. Yes, we went over that. Hell yeah. Uh, immersion, rewatchability, and overall enjoyability. I did not give them stars because, like, I wasn't like very profoundly affected by it, and like I watched it, and I'm probably not going to watch it again. You know. Yeah, I could see on under again the circumstance I listed earlier of like yeah. me just needing something on in the background <laughs> and it not being like 
I mean, the only reason I wouldn't do that is literally just the number of gunshots. That's which is just disconcerting. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know. That's yeah, that could be worse. Um, overall enjoyability. I I had a good time. All right. Um, I had a good time. I fucking enjoyed myself, which is more which is more than I was anticipating. Like I didn't go into this I I in fact, we can roll the tape back. I expected <laughs> I was going to fucking hate this movie, and I didn't. Like I it was fine. It was perfectly fine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there was I mean, one thing that they could have probably improved is um Having more than one woman, or more than two women, yeah, on the entire cast, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> which is <laughs> a lot. Um, but like, I don't know. Other than that, like, I think they're fine. And also, them being like, not like, uh, I don't know. I also think Consuelo had a like a pretty, like, kick ass death. Yeah. Like, I mean, if she was gonna die, go going out by cursing the fuck out of them yeah. is the <laughs> way to go. Yeah, that was lit. <laughs> that was fucking lit. Also, she didn't, like, fall apart crying at the sight of her husband Yeah, child dead. <laughs> which is, like, which on the one hand is, like, mildly unbelievable. But... <laughs> is also deeply believable based on the way that like just the way that um that this universe would be like the fact that like oh yeah no they're used to people fucking dying like this is not actually much of a surprise the west is a hard fucking place to exist um i don't know that we ever really think about that enough Um, yeah like, I mean, part of my reason that, like, I don't necessarily super give a shit about the fact that it was difficult to exist during that time period um, is the fact that we shouldn't have been there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, uh, <laughs> the fact that we shouldn't have been there, but, well, capitalism uh, and yeah. the uh, murder and shit, whatever. Yeah, um, that good old manifest destiny. Right. I can't tell if I gave it a seven or not. I think I gave it a seven. I gave it a six. Yeah. Like, I think, because I think the only one that I gave that you didn't was the enjoyability. Yeah, yeah. And I almost, I almost want to give it a 0.5 on rewatchability. But, like, I also don't know that I'm going to, like, I, I don't see a need to rewatch this one. Yeah. And I'm I almost want to come back to that particular point when we get to the third one. Mm-hmm. Like and see like, oh, based on these three together as a full trilogy, would I go back and watch the whole fucking trilogy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that actually is a brings up another point mm-hmm. for me, which is I think we should start giving trilogy ratings. Oh, that's a good idea. Like overall or, well, series I, ratings. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, like because I, um, well, mainly because we've had, fuck this, is, fuck how many is this? Are we on our third trilogy? 
Oh boy, I think we are. Hang on a minute. Jesus. Let me just Christ. scroll all the way back up to the list. Uh, let's see. We had Godfather. We had Batman, and we had Lord of the Rings, and we are actually on our fourth. We are on our fourth trilogy. Yeah. Um, and because we're on our fourth trilogy, like. I don't know. I don't think it necessarily even the categories change. I think it yeah. um the only thing that I would aggregate into it somehow is the numbers that we gave for all of them. Yeah, like do an average. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's a cool idea. I think we should start doing that. Yeah. I also appreciate that we didn't grade Remember last time I said something about grading cin- cinematography on a curve because of old timing equipment yeah i absolutely didn't do that and still gave it that rating (laughs) like just simply based on like how one took the shot like because there if i were gonna be critiquing shit unfairly based on like technology we have now versus technology people had back then i'd probably have something to say about the way people got shot Mm. (laughs) <laughs> but like the way people died actually was kind of funny um, oh yeah it was like that very big like freeze and then tip over oh <laughs> uh, it was funny that was funny to me just because of like it just because in i guess now we kind of would have something similar but it's the fact that it would happen in slow-mo if it was an actually important thing mm-hmm <laughs> slow motion gunshot and slow motion someone actually seeming like they got hit with a bullet <laughs> like i don't know we have footage to work on to work with now based on that which is also dark but well here we are um i don't know i think that is a an interesting thing um yeah. it's interesting filmmaking is interesting oh yes um so fan casting because we haven't done that for the last few but i no, feel like we haven't <laughs> there were there was good reason for that i yeah. think for the last well for lord of the rings there's no real way to like recast that like that just doesn't it, make sense it was already do. fucking perfect <laughs> exactly we're like we rated this trilogy a basically a perfect so yeah um <laughs> with a, with the exception of that um of the middle one there <laughs> just wasn't really i don't know but um and the last one just didn't make well because i wouldn't want to see the only thing i would have done with last week's is like choose a different director to do this movie yeah but even then i was like i don't really fucking want this movie anyway so no. like, I don't... <laughs> um i mean since uh clint eastwood is now a renowned director I would love to see him in a director spot for a remake. <laughs> I would totally love to see that. I would like to see um oh god, I'm like I um uh, one of the Chris's fuck um Chris um, Hemsworth. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um he is the one I would absolutely like to see um in the role of quote unquote Joe. <laughs> which is funny like i know they called him that at some point during this but i'm also like yeah uh the stranger is a better title i would totally love to see him as the stranger um Mm -hmm. and part of that i think comes from seeing army hammer in that one movie 
and them having similar faces. Okay. Which movie was that? The um, I have Johnny no idea. Depp was in it too. Um, <laughs> the Lone Ranger. There we go. Oh right, yeah, that one. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah, that was. I don't know if that one was as bad as people thought it was. I never saw it. That's fair. I know I saw it. Because I just remember Johnny Depp looking real fucking crazy because he had a Because he was playing it. At one point he had a crow on his head. I don't know why that just made me. That's the <laughs> image that I have in my brain from this movie is just him with like with um the very specific face makeup that they chose for him and then just a crow on his head. <laughs> and I just whatever. That's fine. Unrelated movie. But I would love to see him in that part. Um, and I can't think of who I would like to see. Um, hmm. Well, I guess like part of me wants to go down a list of like um, of talented um, Latinx actors and actresses hmm. um, for the rest of the roles mm-hmm. given. But they also said this was a border town, right? This wasn't yeah. actually in Mexico. So it's like, uh, I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. I just noticed something on this. Yes. So if you click on the screenwriting section. Okay. And the writing credits. Yeah, there's a there's a few of them. I just picked the ones that wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, there said there was also something about Kurosawa in there, and I'm, but it said for a different movie, I think. Huh. Like, like a movie that this was inspired by, oh. is what that would say to me. Okay. Yojimbo, which sounds familiar. Is that on this list? I don't. Maybe. Maybe. And if it is, we will make a callback. Um, Let's see, um, I have it pulled up. Now. You know, actually, who I think would be fucking incredible as Marisol. Uh, it um, is uh, one twenty-seven, by the way. Uh, Yo, Jimbo. Oh, fabulous! Excellent. Continue. Um, yes. So, um, uh, uh, I'm forgetting her name, and it's gonna murder me. Oh God. Um, a, a recent movie. Um. It was um, surprisingly good, I thought, but I think other people have problems. Anadarmus um, from Knives Out. I did not see Knives Out. It was very good. Um, so I heard. Wait a minute. Nominated for one Oscar and didn't win it, but won 45 other awards. <laughs> Jesus Christ, like that's insane. But no, Knives Out was good, and now I just want to find a spot for Chris Evans, and I don't know that I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. He just he doesn't have a spot in this. But um Ana de Armas, I would love to see in the role of Mari Soul, in that they have um she's um Latinx, but also definitely white, and in that way. I think would just fit well in that role. Okay. In the way that they in the way that they cast it here, which is, oh, Marisol is supposed to be a very gorgeous woman. Though she also could easily not be. 
Okay. And I don't know that it would change much. I think it just it her role in this, I suppose, is simply just as a as a pawn, mm. um, as a pawn and a a thing that someone has captured, um, and basically, I don't know. But then, I don't know. That does actually lead me to one final thing that does bug me a little bit. Okay. Savior complex. Okay. A little bit, but sure. only with regards to that one family. Okay. So I don't know if they are ever going to get the fuck back into it. I sort of hope they do. Um, Like, if they get back to explaining more things about this dude's past in the next two movies. So that that might make a little more sense why he did what he did. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's my yeah. only thought there. Um, yeah, I don't really have it for anybody else there. Um, I think uh, Chris Evans would be a good stranger. Oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in that. that uh that one scene about the mule. Oh God, yes. Ooh, ooh. I. <laughs> Holy shit! I've got to go. Oh my God. Um, wait, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. That was I was uh just I was being silly. Um, the joke there, there, <laughs> there was a boner joke somewhere in there, and I just didn't do it. Okay. Um, um it's fine it it, don't worry about it the joke was bad it's fine i ain't mad about it um but i i truly just can't think of who else i would put in um the various uh in various spots in this thing and because i can't think of it i won't put them anywhere all right that's not a great way to handle that but that's fine um yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I guess that's that does it for. Well, that does it for me. What do you? Uh, did you have any other casting thing? Um, not really. <laughs> Fabulous. All I right. don't know as much uh, Latinx actors that I should probably know. Um, so I don't want to like. <laughs> accidentally here's, cast someone <laughs> different than here's that. Here's what we can do. Yeah. What we can do is we can go and look at um we can we can look that up for for next week. Uh yeah. Although um Oscar Isaac is a uh Latinx actor. He'd be good as one of like the gang he- uh gang heads. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a specific one would be, be what he'd be better for, but I think he'd 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 be good at that. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't particularly know who what. I don't particularly know who else. Where else I would. I don't know who I would put him as. He's an interesting dude. I feel yeah. like I haven't. I can't. I the only thing I can think of every time I hear his name or think about him is, um, is is the one that he played in the most recent Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I did not see the most recent Pirates of the Caribbean movie, so I have no idea. <laughs> uh, well, they're rebooting it with a female lead. 
Um, oh, so that's cool. That. Nice. Yeah, like, I'm fine with it. I don't particularly know what that means. You know, like, I don't know what that means. Does mm. that mean that they're going with a, like, a replacement for Jack Sparrow that is a woman? I don't know. But I, I want, I would want Jack to be there somewhere, but just not as a main character. I honestly would like to keep him as a main character, but have, like have the actual main character and the actual person driving the actual story. Like, basically, mm-hmm. Jack takes the role of assistant and support, basically. Yeah. Or bumbling idiot that fucks everything up, but, like, is around, but isn't also driving the plot and isn't <laughs> the one that we're focused on. Yeah. Um, And then... He is... He's... Uh, th- he is there in support of the actual main character who would be a woman um, and who and they would not be love interests. And that is specifically the only thing that I would want, actually. Out of yeah. That. Um, just just no weird love tension thing. I don't need that uh, from Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. He's he's better when it seems like he hasn't fucked anybody in a while, but everybody is still mad at what he did the last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, like that, that, was, that sounds about right. That was the best part of that first movie, was any time a woman walked up to him and just slapped him in the face. I, I, just, I just loved that so very much. Uh, I'm going to bring up a... There, every, anytime a woman slaps anybody in any of these movies, there's going to be a slap meter. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna rate it, and I think there was one in this one, wasn't there? I uh, I don't remember. Um, I think uh, what's her name? Um, I think uh, Consuelo slapped somebody early on in the movie, but I don't remember who it was. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um. But I like I I I remember the slap, but I don't remember the circumstance under which it happened. And I feel like I feel like I haven't. Oh, you know what? I might have been watching a different movie, but I don't think it was this one. I like I it. I haven't watched a lot of movies in a row because I t- just typically don't watch that many movies yeah. in general at this moment. Mm-hmm. Like unless it's for the show. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it could have been Doolittle. All right. Sure. Which was fine. (laughs) Not great. Just fine. I also, I know people have issue with CGI animals. I don't have that problem. It does not bother me. It is just another form of animation and it's another form of animated animals, which is fine. Um, because hey, guess what? It's fucking difficult to do. Train an animal to fly where you want it to yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> like, and guess what? Like, we have laws against it that are very strict and for good reason. The care of animals. So I mm-hmm. I understand why it would be easier to just CGI the whole fucking thing. Um Similar to how they did with the Lion King, even though that bothered people, but yes. fine. <laughs> I also a little bit understand why that bothered people. I didn't mm-hmm. see it. The only reason I would have seen it was because of Beyonce. Anyway, um, I think that'll that'll wrap us up for this week. I think just um, end on, end on a Beyonce note. 
Right? Yeah. Just, I, yeah. <laughs> I also didn't tie anything to Birds of Prey this week, and I feel proud of myself. Yay! Um, I didn't intentionally try to not do that, but it just didn't happen. Yay. <laughs> um, so, uh, if y'all enjoyed this... Oh, actually, you know what? I am going to do a Birds of Prey tie-in. I'm uh, so sorry. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> like, all right, Jamie, just get it over with. Journey Smollett Bell could totally do a good Mari soul. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I like it. Little, I like it. Get some people of color up in this film. You know, would be yeah, kind of nice. Yeah. I could also see her as a good Consuelo. Um, for the specific reason of Consuelo had the right kind of energy. Yeah, and I, I want to hear Journey Smollett Bell do that little screaming tirade. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I, all of that has me really excited for um for uh, Lovecraft County, or country. County or country? I think it's country. Yeah, I think it is too. Yeah. Lovecraft Country. Real fucking excited for that now that I know she's in it. Um, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's the energy we're going to get from that character in that show. So, <laughs> yeah. There's that Birds of Prey tie-in. Woo. Um, so, it... <laughs> ongoing tropes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am predictable. What? Um... <laughs> if you guys had a... Uh, good time with this movie tell us about it if you had a bad time with this movie tell us about it if there was something else that we didn't discuss here that you feel like we should absolutely know about for this for the love of god please tell us i want yes. to know this absolutely and I want to know this swiftly um <laughs> i want to know this with a swiftness whatever the thing is i just Actually, here's what I'm going to encourage our listeners to do. Turn up to some scenes. Listeners, I want you to look at the top 250 list. I want you to do this. The reason I want you to do this is I want you to look ahead at what movies are coming. Mm-hmm. And I want you to just start building up tweets about those upcoming movies. Yes. Like, what? it doesn't matter where the fuck they are on the list. I will retweet them. <laughs> I will... And I will, I will, I will do something with them because I want the I want to know what you all think about some of these before we go into them. Spoilers are not for me. I don't particularly mind. I actually, yeah. I'm gonna say no spoilers, but more because, um, whatever. But anyway, that's like, just whatever. Like, if there are certain topics that you should that you think that we should be thinking about when we go into these. Let us know because I would like to know what those are. Um, I'll have a list of like um, Latinx actors um, who have been in recent things um, who are pretty amazing. I would like to uh, be a little bit better about knowing about knowing more of those people and having more people who I can put in uh, those spots oh, yeah. like this. And I have a feeling it's going to come up again in the next one. So. Um, yeah with all of that uh hopefully y'all are i mean fuck knows this comes out in like june like i believe this is our first this will be the first episode in june oh nice yeah um 
because two towers came out today. Mm-hmm. Return of the King is next week, which is the 15th. I am so glad you used that episode art for uh, <laughs> for two towers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon <laughs> as you posted that, I was like, like, first of all, you posted that at exactly the correct time because I was I had just finished editing the episode. <laughs> I literally just finished the edit. So I like immediately was like, fuck, yes. Let me just drop it into Photoshop real quick so I can expand the canvas slightly. And <laughs> then I'm dropping it in there. It was perfect. Like I, perfect timing. Like I read this meme in both characters' voices. I just go, skadoodle, skadoodle, your staff is a noodle. <laughs> and then like, and then Christopher, Christopher Lee is just like, ew, gross. Paschetti. <laughs> I just, I just, oh God. I did, honestly, I read it in the voice of two toddlers, which was even <laughs> funnier. It was very funny to me personally, but that's because toddlers are just funny to me. <laughs> toddlers, when they talk and say like human words. Yes. <laughs> are so fucking funny. <laughs> Tiny humans, when they say human words, are funny because I know they don't understand them. It's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> or they like have one word association for something but not know how to string a sentence together. <laughs> That's a beautiful span of time in human development. When you know what something is called, you don't know why it's called that, but you know that, like, if you need something involving that, if you say the word a bunch it'll ev- and maybe scream a lot, it'll eventually work itself out. Yeah. <laughs> God, humans are the least effective thing that are born on this planet, like, fully. like wh- Maybe a little, yeah. Like, truly, mainly because I'm comparing us to a gazelle. <laughs> Like the gazelle, born within 15 minutes, need to flee. Yes. And can. Like, which, goddamn. Like, just... (laughs) But here we go, and we don't even have, like, full neck muscles, like, figured out yet. So our head could just, like, fall to the side and we could die at any point. Like, just, Jesus Christ. (laughs) How did we survive? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we're not a we're not an effectively designed species anyway <laughs> it's fine um uh, be well everybody <laughs> do as much good work as you possibly can i'm presuming quarantine is still happening so don't stress yourself out too much about needing to do anything yeah and above all else well, above all else, turn up to some seal and stay safe out there. Yes. Oh, Indeed. turn up to fuck. I'm trying to think of something else. Like, I'm going to tie it into like a general theme. Okay. <laughs> like whatever a general theme of the movie is um, or like general location of a movie. Um, uh, uh, turn up to some Selena. Uh, turn up to some Selena. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna have us do. Turn up to to some Selena. Uh, Bitty Bitty Bum Bum is my recommendation. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I I that just came from nowhere, and I really liked that. 
That is perfectly fine. It's because that. Well, I was gonna say Como La Flor, which is also my other recommendation, but that's because those are the two Selena songs that I like stand for still <laughs> to this day. Uh good music and good artists. Anyway, uh, turn up to some Seal and then some Selena, and then stay safe out there and don't die and don't pet the axolotl. It, we are also now in Mexico for this uh, movie, and that's where axolotls are, and don't pet them. Yes, indeed. I'm telling you, <laughs> they're weird-looking one, and I don't know why you would want to pet one, but <laughs> very specifically, <laughs> don't pet a wild axolotl. I can't wait until this quarantine is over so we can go back into that zoology lab <laughs> yeah. and, oh. and record with our axolotl friend. Yes. I miss I miss Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Gotta, um, gotta tell that zoology professor that, that Axolotl is now our mascot named Buffy. Um Yeah. Because <laughs> no one knows yet. <laughs> fully, fully, yeah. No one just no one knows that. But just we'll just walk in there one day and leave a thing on the mm-hmm. on the tank that says Buffy. Just pop a little sign on there and then leave. <laughs> no one will question this and nobody will remove it. Um, it's just how this works. A little plaque, a little <laughs> gold plaque. Anyway, um, uh, yes, stay safe out there and good night, everyone. Night-night. Night-night.